welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. The New York City prelims for National Comedy Queen is back, Sunday, October 10th at Industry Bar. Doors at 5 p.m., pageant at 6. Watch as eight talented contestants vie to represent New York City at Nationals this year. Hosted by and honoring the current reigning National Comedy Queen and Miss Big Adam's Apple, Tina Burner. Judges included a host of NYC nightlife, including Ms. Cracker, Keisha Carr, and Amanda Soon Punchfuck. The event is free with raffle tickets and donations at the door. Come out and support a return to pageantry, the New York City nightlife community, and the fierce contenders. Follow them on Instagram at Miss Big Adams Apple. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaternow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Let's get physical. The queens of the UK were forced to take part in Rue's exercise experiment known as Dragaton. Did the world catch on? Likely not. But I can guarantee you we have a lot to say. It is time to break down the latest episode of Drag Race UK 3. And joining me on this workout is New York City's own dancing pocket rocket, Hibiscus. Hello. hello. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> this is a wild day. We are recording on Doomsday, a.k.a. the day that Facebook and Instagram went down and no one knows how to function. I know. It's like everyone's actually using Twitter today. <laughs> right? Um, and what's crazy, it's like we're in the middle of Glam Award nomination season. So what are we all going to do? <laughs> exactly. No one's campaigning. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's do it. Campaign right now. Hibiscus, what am I nominating you for? Because you know I'm going to nominate you for whatever you want. I, I I would like to. Everyone nominates me for best dance usually, but I, I feel like this past year, two years, I've also stepped it up in the looks and being mm-hmm. able to host. And I've worked with so many other queens that makes me a duo with other people like Katrina Peaches. Yeah. And Cormac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So, I mean... Now, do we put all three down? Do we do one? What, what are we going to do? Who Who's I getting the chop? I, I, if I had to choose, I'm choosing Katrina. The other two could stay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Good good, good to know. Um, listeners, if you are a nightlife person and you don't nominate me for best podcast, you're just an asshole. Um, but uh, yeah, please nominate for me. In that category. Thank you. Um, Rumor has it that those drag race girls aren't eligible this year, so I might have a chance. Yes, I don't think it, I don't think they should. It should just be like they don't go here anymore. Absolutely. That was yesterday. That was Mean Girls Day was yesterday, but they don't go here anymore. They live in LA. They're fine. They don't need a glam award. They've got enough. They have crowns. I don't even get to compete for crowns. Uh-huh. Well, people already know who they like. You know, like no, they don't exactly in this pool. Well, well, we'll see. Listeners, if you want to nominate me for Best Podcast, please do. Yeah. Um, other things. I, I, yeah, if you... Producer, fine. Um, events for the digital shows, fine. I don't care as much. It's podcasts I want. My eyes on the goal. I already know what I want for my look to be for the award. So that's how confident I am. I Do we know where it is? No. Honestly, it'll probably be at the queue. But... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure where it is. Probably, probably Sony Hall, I would assume. All right. So we have some drag news of the week. Um, the teaser trailer for Drag Race Canada 2 has dropped, and that has included some guest judges. 
Oh, um, yeah. Did you see it? Fifi Dobson. I'm excited. That's that's what I was gonna say. I was like, do we know anyone besides Fifi Dobson? Not really. But we got Fifi Dobson. She's back to life. I was like, oh my um, God, yes. <laughs> yeah, we also have, I believe, let me get the list. Biff Naked, Caitlin Cronenberg, Emma Hunter, Connor Jessup, who I follow on Instagram, so he must be a gay. Um, Fifi Dobson, Gigi Gorgeous, Hollywood Jade, Mitsu, and we get special guest appearances by Priyanka, Bowman Martinez Reed, and Tom Allison. Yeah. Yay, Canada. I don't know. I, I'm just excited for it. Um, I will say looking at the cast to begin with, I was very un underwhelmed, but watching the trailer, I was like, okay, wait, maybe, maybe this is gonna be good. You know, I, I wasn't gonna watch it, but after that trailer, I was like, I think I yeah. will. Maybe a day or yeah, two. Yeah, we'll see. Late. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. But yeah, we'll all be doing the, the the preview podcast, so listeners get ready for that. Um, that'll be out eventually. But UK season three, I can't the second second UK season in one single year. Um, it's a lot, but it's good, and I don't mind it. No, I I love UK. UK, I'm like so into right now. I think it's just their humor and the way they just yeah. jab each other. It's like it's hilarious and entertaining. Yeah, and they they don't manufacture drama. It comes out naturally, which is going to be a big part of this episode. Yes, even like, yeah, the heartfelt moments. It's like, it comes out naturally. I yeah. Well, let us dive in. As a reminder, this is an entertainment podcast. Whatever we say is here for entertainment purposes, so no one get their panties in a twist. We're just <laughs> having fun. But as after the elimination, Electra is so happy that she is still there. Um, and as Anubis's mirror mentions, uh, she says, the Brighton curse is very much real. Um, as my darling Scarlet says, Brighton is quaking. Step it up, dearies. Um, and then we have Electra who cannot reach the top of the mirror. And they ask her to go get a stepladder. I think um, I, I would feel be like that person too. <laughs> yeah, you can you can relate. Um, it's just uh, how coincidental that you're on the Electra Elimination episode. I know. Um, <laughs> but listeners, this is crazy. If you don't know hibiscus, you really need to. But hibiscus is is, is tiny and I'm, and I'm tall without heels. Really. And and, so and, and, and yeah, Electra's five two. I was like, wow, crazy. But you know what? look at all the talent inside those little bodies you know yeah she's a little energizer bunny but it's um, she she has something she made it on the show it, it's true i mean honestly watching both of you perform my body does hurt i'm like how do you move like that you have less limbs to like hit the ground it's not as that's true again. any anytime i see someone throw you up in the air i um have 911 waiting on call no, it usually happens. I'm very I, I trust I trust them. So I'm like, okay, just that's good. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, Tata Anubis, TTYL, BYB. Electra is Bendy Wendy, and a warning to the other girls not to come for her in another lip sync, says Vanity, which is uh, bad timing for her in that moment. <laughs> Electra does not want to be a bottom again. Well, she is, but just, I mean, just look at her. Yeah, of course she she's said, well, maybe not in this situation. <laughs> exactly. So how is Victoria doing? That is the story here. Well, she went down to the lip sync and hurt her knee, but she's feeling okay. The doctor said there was a little bit of swelling, no heels for her tonight. Um, as I saw in action, it happened when she did the knee slide moment, to which I say, girl, stop doing it, please. How many queens do we see that do it on a nightly basis? Yeah, no, it really, I, I, I hate landing on my knees. That's like 
sometimes I would rather do a dip than a split because I know it's less Im- impact on my knees. Like, yeah, people don't realize I mean, how hard the floor are sometimes. Exactly. And like, sure, do that kind of thing if you're wearing knee pads. So at least you have like a bit of a boundary there. But no, no, t- yeah. tight two, three, five layers of tights. Not the same thing. No, not at all. Is she worried this will hinder her moving forward? She's got no other option. She's here. She's not going anywhere. Meanwhile, over on in Veronica land, she wants to show people that she is a front runner again. Um, she's getting a very odd edit. Very. I don't know anyone who is like, oh my God, I love Veronica Green this season. Everyone's like, why isn't she doing better? And I'm like, how much better do you want her to do? It's just, that's just who she is. Yeah. Exactly. Scarlett says the competition is heating up. It's boiling over. It, the kettle has fallen on the floor. The floor now has a fucking hole. Do you know what she means? Because she doesn't know what she means either. Um, at least she's a pretty hole. She's she's one of those who have like the funniest. Um, her and River Medway give me the funniest things confessionals. Like just the things they yeah. say. It's like hilarious. I don't I mean, get it, but it's I, still smiling. <laughs> I adore Scarlett. I still Scarlett. I I. I will marry you. Whatever you want. Let's do it. I'm here. (laughs) Come on. Um, I'm here for it. And then we got Crystal, who has proven what she's capable of. Watch out. And all the girls will watch out because that one's got a mean tongue. But let's see who's going to get that Rue Peter badge this week. (laughs) It's a new day in the workroom. And the very kind child that is Crystal Versace is walking in her nan, Victoria, into the workroom. I thought that was very sweet of her holding her and making sure she's upright but also veronica is wearing a crop top not because she wants to show off her bod and belly button piercing which i noticed on that um image but she is so broke having to buy looks for season two she could only afford half a shirt (laughs) i don't know how she did it i don't know how she did it how do you afford to do two seasons back to back during lockdown how do you do it I don't know. I don't know what kind of stimulus check they're getting in out there. Yeah, none, honestly. Crystal feels brilliant and is ready to get a collection of badges. Uh, Was she expecting to win the first challenge? She looked in the mirror and said, yeah, we love a fashion queen and their confidence. Tell me a fashion queen who isn't that cocky. None. Exactly. (laughs) As Veronica points out, the badge win has gone straight to Crystal's tiny head, also pointing out she has a small head. Um, just wait until the runway uh, when that is fully proven. Oh, my God. Um, remember Toy Story? Yes. This is her now. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, ooh, oh. this is true. <laughs> yeah. Electra has the power and has the reminder of who Electra is. River knows that she sold her look. Her personality saved her. Is Vanity scared of her? No. It was a one-time funny moment. Listen. If you are able to make yourself look like a fool and become a walk, literal walking meme, go for it. River yes. is going to be known for that. Absolutely. Victoria, knee update. The swelling nearly gone, but she is advised to stay off her leg. She is hoping it is just a pulled muscle. But Rue arrives and see the queens out of drag for the first time. I'm like, Rue, that's not really true. You've seen the audition tapes, or at least you say you've seen the audition tapes. You know what these bitches look like. 
<laughs> but some are still such a shocking though sometimes it is it is true rue yeah. has tasked crystal last week's winner to make an all tea no shade assessment of the girls crystal is going to play rupert market sweep hidden in the shelves are products with special price stickers she needs to find them and assign them to one of her sisters are you a fan of supermarket sweep I've seen it. I, I've never watched it regularly growing up. I had no idea. But when it uh, came on Netflix, I watched like a whole season. It's stupid and so much fun. Yes, it is. I remember as a kid, whenever I would like, you know, get sick and stay home for the day, that is the show I would always put on in the afternoon and watch. Because I was like, I want to do that. See, I wish I I'd still... seen it when I was growing up. Yeah, it was so much fun because it was so stupid yeah um but now they had the reboot with leslie uh jones i would love to do it didn't have drag queens do it they did um sherry vine and jackie beat were on that's right that's right hey i think we should get some youthful queens on there and see if they do any better <laughs> or just a drag queen episode <laughs> can you yeah i would love it i mean we know how much leslie jones loves drag so she would yes. she would be supportive of it all right so First one is the star by who, which is for the biggest competition. Crystal decides to go with the quote unquote biggest and places it on Victoria. As Crystal says, not competition, just biggest. Okay. That's actual shade. And Crystal and the Queens are not going to be happy with her with this comment. Not a good look. Not a good look. Not not at all. But Rue is like, I knew this was going to happen. You're welcome. Not at all. But Victoria is a competition. Uh, had you know? Absolutely, absolutely. The bargain bin is for the trashiest taste. She gives it to River Medway. Ouch. Uh, Crystal says she will be the hodgepodge of the season. I'm making reference to season one's vinegar strokes. Um, River's fine. She's not the most fashion forward queen, but she's fine. I mean, she paints beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The hot deal for trade of the season. She gets this one wrong, in my opinion. Places it on Ella Bidet when Scarlet Harlot was clearly standing right next to her. Don't worry, Scarlet. You are my trade of the season. Now, Hibiscus, who would you give trade of the season to? Um, I would I say Ella or Scarlet, yes. But I think, I guess in, in, in Instagram world, if you know Ella Bidet, you know, they got a lot of thirst trap there too. So oh, yeah. before Drag Race. Yeah. So, I don't know if that was just a natural thing to do. And But I was like, Ella, Ella Bidet is going to get thirst trap wearing that terrible sweater. Like, I know. come on. That was ugly. Out of date is for the totally irrelevant queen, a.k.a. Veronica Green. Wah, wah, wah. Very, very osh. Uh, when Rue asked why she selected her, Crystal says she looks old. I too, like Rue, would like to say, watch it, kiddo, because Veronica's only like a year and a half, two years older than I am. Yes, and she's like 34. She's like, I think she's 36. 36? But come yeah, on. I, I think that's not that old. Green and Sissy walking. <laughs> it's true. They look very similar in drag. It's true. And finally, bog off for the queen who will be eliminated next. And it is for Electra, the pocket rocket. She says it's because doing 10 tricks on stage won't save you. Shots fired. Yeah. Well, we'll see how those pan out because we're going to still have discussion on that. But Rue reveals for the Maxi Challenge, they will be dance instructors for Rue's brand new online fitness concept called Dragaton. They will be in three groups, each with their own workout program. 
Theresa May, Vanity Milan, and Electra Fence are the Rider Dies, aka the Spinning on Stationary Cycles. Crystal Versace, River Medway, Veronica Green, and Kitty Scott Claus will be the Ball Busters, bouncing, not behaving on exercise balls. And finally, Charity Case, Victoria Scone, Scarlet Harlot, and Ella Vidae are the Baby Sizers, aka Yummy Mummies, working out with their bundles of joy. So, how were these teams picked? Just wait until we get to the runway and perhaps, I don't know, a rainbow of ideas will come to us. Which team would you want to, would want to have to been on? Um, I would want to be on the cycling uh-huh. team, but like looking at who's in the team, I would want to be with the ball busters. Yeah. Are, are you um, a Peloton girl? I am not. I'm too broke to have one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like watching this. I'm like, there's probably reference to it if you have Peloton, but oh, I, I, one, I, 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 me, two, why would I, what, what makes you think this is going to correlate to me? Yes, I've seen them though. I've seen like my friends go on it and use it. I'm like, this is hardcore shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, before they get started, producer's darling Kitty asks Crystal how and why she made her choices. And Crystal says she just thinks it's fitting. Veronica says that she made a lowbrow fat joke and her choices weren't that out of the box. There are no hard feelings because they are going to be working together as they have to win. Veronica notes that the one thing going for their group is that they are different so no one blends into one another. Though, Kitty points out that she and Crystal are too similar looking, which is funny. That's why Kitty is the funny one of the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crystal <laughs> has the fashion... <laughs> Yeah. Crystal has the fashion expertise. Kitty has the characters. Veronica has the professionalism. And River is there. there. (laughs) She's there. Look. That's her. River notes that Crystal has not worked with a choreographer before. Crystal knows that this will be her weak link. The baby sizers go through the script. Ella thinks this is typecasting as she feels like a yummy mommy when she's walking her dog. Um, how many times you bet she's probably that bitch who has grinder on and is walking down the street and just waits for everyone to go tap, 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 tap. She likes the attention. She, she loves the attention. Her lip just we gone. learn, yeah. We learn that Ella and Victoria went to the same dance college. Charity can move. Scarlet can dance, but she can't pick up choreography as fast as the dancers. Um we will discuss it when we get to it, but I was watching an interview with uh, Tia Coffee. No, it was a T. No, it was with um, Why She Black and Electra Fence, and made reference to the way Scarlet was dancing as her legs are spider legs. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah, see that's it. her. Uh huh. So Ella thinks doesn't think it's going to be step kick choreo but more of a workout but scarlet in conventional tells us that she doesn't work out she's skin and bones she lifts her shirt but we do not get to see her body and as a producer i would have asked her to do another take of that line for all the thirsty twink chasers out there aka just me no there's a bunch <laughs> oh, there are a lot um and she likes to act so shocked and innocent that oh my god i didn't know i had this much sex appeal bitch you fucking knew you knew you're just making us want to thirst over you more because you're all sweet and innocent bitch you probably got a wild side she's smart she's very very smart i love her victoria is hoping that they can rely on characters as her need will prevent her from dancing like dance dancing the bikers think they have a great team with lots of strengths. Electra thinks this is an Electra challenge. 
which is when you hear that on Drag Race, you know it's not a good sign for that queen. Teresa admits that she is not a trained dancer or a flexible person, but she is down to get dirty and be funny. She's worried because she's with the best dancers in the competition. They have the beauty. They have the bodies. And Teresa has a body that her mom gave her. She's good. She's very good in confessional. She cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> I will like, I've, I've said it already, like put her on Drag Race España season two, season three. I don't care when. Just keep her on the show. She's so funny. She is funny. She needs a little work on the makeup, but she's so funny. Yes, that personality <laughs> can get her far. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, we're getting our first walkthrough of the season, and Kitty is shitting herself. She makes a very British reference and says it's like the headmaster coming over and needing to get them a cup of tea. Get the good china out. <laughs> yeah. Um, if a pr- if the principal of my school ever came to my house, I would be fucking terrified because that's not a thing we do in the in America. No, not at all. No, 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 no. Massive separation of school and home. Unless you're uh, Matilda. What's her name? Miss That's true. (laughs) That's true. The Ballbusters meet with Rue first. And Rue notes that there are two crystal appointees on the team. So why did she pick them? Veronica makes the obvious and smart joke that she's so last season. And River loves her looks. They just may not be up to Ms. Versace's standards. And the judges called her second outfit shite. She knows she's going to need more than the statue pose to get through. But... Maybe, maybe just do the statue pose every week. It, it could work. You never know. <laughs> and Miss Claus, which Rue still doesn't get her name. Um, how long before Rue understands the pun that is Kitty's got Kitty's got claws? Kitty's got claws. Yeah. Rue doesn't get it. Why does she not get it? How does she not get it yet? <laughs> It'll hit her. I mean, I hope make so. It far. Yeah. Well, she didn't get a sticker, but which one should she have gotten? Well, trade. Rue laughs, and Kitty is like, you don't have to laugh that hard. <laughs> Rue likes Kitty. Kitty is going to be here for the long haul because she makes her laugh. Yes, that's like what everyone always tells you. Just make Rue laugh. Exactly. Crystal reveals she got her style from the media and women with curves. She used to be as self-conscious as a boy, but about being really skinny. She doesn't feel like she's that mask, but drag, she gets to that gets the biggest praise and gets to have all the confidence. And that's where we learn that why she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. The yummy mummies join Rue next. Rue points out that Victoria was dubbed star by by Crystal, but that's not the reason she chose her. It's because she's the biggest girl there. She still thinks it was a cover up. So Victoria's not feeling it yet. She she she, she, yeah. she needs the apology. Scarlet tells Rue that this is a good opportunity to turn to turn out a character in this challenge. And Rue points out that this is an opportunity to show off special skills like an accent or dancing. Ella says musical theater train. She's musical theater train. And we pan straight to Veronica Green, who is shaking in her boots. I didn't notice that. I was like, <laughs> I want a rivalry. I want a lip sync between the two of them. I want to see who can be the better alphaba. Uh, for real. I do too. I don't know if we're going to get it this season, but I would love to see that. I agree. Charity wants to give Ella a run for her yummy money, mummy money. She's got skills like an American accent. Um, Rue asks her to do an American accent and Victoria goes, when does it start? And that is the best shade possible. See, that's how you do shade because it's, it's light and it's funny and yes. true. And you, you, people catch on. 
Um, where, wh- what, what part of America was Charity trying to say she was talking from? Well, it wasn't Southern. It wasn't Southern, but she was trying to be, it was weird. It was almost like, almost like kind of like Virginia-esque, like right in the borderline of. Uh, With a little hit of valley. <laughs> yeah, it was very strange. Very weird. The bikers join Rue and Teresa, and Teresa is very scared. So scared that she speaks Spanish. Get her ready for Spanish for Drag Race. Let's do it. Do it. I'm here for it. Never get rid of Teresa. Rue says this is a motivational exercise, so she asks if any of them have ever taught a class. Vanity used to be a dance teacher. Electra is a dancer, and Teresa is going to take their class. Very cute. Very cute. (laughs) Electra was in the bottom, so how will she not be there this week? She's going to give it her all, and she tells Rue it's a very Electra challenge. Don't tell Rue Paul that. No. Just no. <laughs> You've literally told her to hold you to high expectations. Rue is also like, bitch, you got to look good. Because she doesn't think you look good. No. Not See, at all. The one person that was really smart that never told Rue that they're good at something ever, and I feel in Drag Race history, was Cameron Michaels. So, so we were all and surprised and she started singing Cher. It's th- that that was it. That was true. I mean, no, she's very good at doing you're it. Good at something, just prove it. Yeah, and she's very good at center split. And she told us four times. <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. Not at all. <laughs> well, before Rue goes, she reveals that they will be working with Strictly Come Dancing champion Udama Buse. Are you familiar with her work? That's okay. I am. Okay. I, I love her. Okay. Yeah, she is um, really cool. Um, uh, this inspired me to come up with my own concept. So go with me for a second. We're going to marry like the, 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 the Strictly Come Dancing, Dancing with Stars world. And we're going to do Dancing with the Drag Stars. So non-drag nightlife personalities are paired off with New York City's hottest dancing drag artists to come up with routines and win the coveted mirror ball trophy. Oh, that would be a fun so one. As producer, I have claimed Hibiscus as my partner. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> right? Like, that would be so fun. It would be. Come, come on. Wouldn't it be so cool to see, like, um, DJ Two-Face and, like, Brenda Darling doing a dance together? Yes. <laughs> it'll be goofy and funny. I think this is a, this is a smash hit. We're going to make it happen. Um, maybe it'll be a charity event, like a one-night-only well, type thing. In Arizona, where um, I went to college, they had dancing with the stars with they were paired with a drag queen or a nightlife personality with like a bartender or dj they literally Mm -hmm. did this to raise money during their pride season listen i think it's a fun idea maybe let's make it happen yes then we'll get me moving again i'll do it all right we're gonna talk about the choreo with udima buse um ude uti is fangirling she loves drag race and Victoria loves OT. Um, <laughs> I think I smell a crush going on here. You're very fit. <laughs> mm-hmm. When Victoria tells her she has an injury um, and that she goes stiff when she's stationary, she doesn't like it stiff. OT says, that's a shame, to which Victoria says she's more of her type. Come on, Leslie Action on Drag Race. What was? We need that. This is more of this. <laughs> Uh, Victoria girls just so want to have, yeah. <laughs> girls just want to have fun too. I'm here for this content. Um, did you notice how OT is on a giant platform away from the stage? Yes. 
as someone who dances and choreographs, how hard is that as a teacher? Very, if you're so limited to space when you know you want to move. And mm-hmm. like for some people, they tell me I don't need that much space because I'm tiny. They're correct, but still you want to express the movements and it is hard yeah. when you're limited. So I yeah, can't and you can't even up. like, you can't even get up there and be like, and help them physically. Like clearly on your own island. Because I'm like, I mean, yes, it's still a pandemic, but at that point you, you would have assumed everyone's like constantly checked when they're in the same room. Exactly. Uh, OT tells them that the theme of the dance is very sporty. So I say, where's Mel C? She tells them to bring themselves to the performance. So we'll see what's going to happen. The rider dies are up first. Uh, she gives them a tempo. And while they all seem to struggle with this pedaling part, um, you know, like the most important aspect of the routine. <laughs> Pedaling's hard. Not going to lie. It's hard. It is. I've seen like the Peloton and how they have the specific shoes too, just to. Yeah. Yeah. You got to lock in there. Yeah, you got to lock in oh there. Oh my God. Um, it's armography time and I am Theresa May. I, are you familiar with the band Steps? Yes, you know my yes, okay, Yeah, I love steps. This is like I can't even do armography that they do. It's too hard. It's too hard. Um, Teresa prefers riding a bike in the mountains or a beach, saying hello to birds. Yes, I was like that was so, so precious, funny. so precious. <laughs> um, does dancing and riding a bike go together? Fuck no. Um, hold on to those handles for dear life, or as Teresa say. It's the thickest, juiciest dick, and she's going to ride it until she dies. And I can't believe they let her get away in saying that. <laughs> I can't. It, you know what? It's because of the names. It's Teresa. They're going with the pun, and they're allowing her to have it. Yeah. That would not fly here. But that's the BBC. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Electra is having some trouble on the bike because it's an adult bike. Poor Pocket Rocket. I relate to I, that. Like, oh. Yeah. Even, even with the heels, she's like, I don't fit in this. Which is, which is why I was like, is this producer sabotage? Why do they put her on this team? I know. <laughs> so mean. OT tells Vanity to not whip too much because she's a performer, darling. And that is the foreshadowing for Vanity. But Vanity had a very odd episode this week. Yeah, very. And I, um, I, I really do think she has more. than It's just not being showcased. Absolutely. The baby sizers, they're up next. Victoria is ready to distract with her jazz hands. OT is showing them their first bit. And already Victoria is on her feet. I thought she couldn't do that. What is happening here? Why did they let her make her stand up? And I think that's what? why the actual performance she had to sit down is because yeah. they probably put pressure on it. Now, is this was this her decision or was this the show? Like like obviously no spoilers we're not going to talk about anything for next week yet um who made this call because it really seems to be detrimental i know it's like the medic probably was not yeah. on <laughs> yeah or or she was like i'm fine i'm fine and we know that's true drag queens competing for money should not say those words because usually you're not fine nope in a shout out to good friend of the podcast, OT has them do a Patty Bourree and Scarlett says, who is she? Um, do, do, do you know Patty Bourree from Boston? She's a great queen. We love her. I don't know Patty Bourree from the, um, Boston, but I, I was she's thinking, a superstar. Like that's yeah. a good drag name. I mean, we already have Kiki Ball Change. <laughs> What's funny is Kiki Ball Change and Patty Bourree have done shows together. 
Really? Oh my god. Yeah, Skycast for events. He's yeah. the marketing genius right there. Ah. Ella is starting to freak out because Scarlet can barely put her left foot in front of her other left foot. And that skinny bitch is just a praying mantis on steroids. Like I said, she is a she is a spider woman. Um, those legs are actually really tiny. Yes. Like those are toothpicks. I am worried when I do finally meet her and make love to her, I will break her. <laughs> no, some 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 of them some little twigs' legs sometimes scare me that if I like accidentally kick it lightly, I'd break it. It's so skinny, so 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 skinny. Charity is not getting the routine and she's just kind of laughing about it. She's worried, but like, does Charity case not give a shit? What, what's going on with her? I think, uh, I don't think it's more of that's how she deals with not knowing being in her Fair. comfort zone. Yeah. I think because I, I do that sometimes I get silly when I know it's not my thing. Yeah. Victoria is told to ice and rest her leg and focus on her personality so she doesn't have to go all out. Finally, we have the Ballbusters. Um, Kitty is going to show us how it's done. OT tells them that this section is Army meets Rock, but let's not discuss that. Let's discuss Veronica's leotard. <laughs> what was she wearing to this rehearsal? Nothing. Her underwear, her boxer brief. <laughs> Kitty thinks Veronica is not BBC worthy and they will blur her out. I know, and the editors were like, we're going to do that. Blur. Um... <laughs> wow that was funny and i don't like i don't think you walk into a room like this and be like i'm going to create a meme no i think that was like <laughs> it was it was unfortunate because it was like all the worst parts of her too oh, it was she wasn't flattering, though. no she was not tucked um so i learned that as a choreographer ot loves the word ba um, when you teach choreo, what is your go-to word? Boom. 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 Okay. Boom. Yeah. She's she's a bye, you're a boom. All right, yeah. okay, okay. Crystal is struggling. Uh it is foreign to her, but she's not gonna give up. Isn't it cool to see how the mighty have fallen within a single episode? I know. Okay. And then rise again, but we'll talk about that judging. Who said that? Was it Ella too who said that on the side? I mm -hmm. think. Oh, how they yeah. OT tells Crystal to watch Veronica. Veronica tells her they can all rehearse and Veronica is going to have a sore ass because, well, she's bottom. <laughs> I don't know things about like that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a top, so I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it is elimination day. Teresa is feeling saddle sore after the rehearsal. They all know the choreography is hard and a bit overwhelming, but Crystal is going to show confidence and that is how she's going to get through it. Victoria is still in a little bit of pain. She might have pushed herself too much in rehearsal. Will it hinder her? As Kitty puts it bluntly, yeah, a bloody swollen knee. Of course. Victoria will be doing the routine sat down and will give a show from the waist up. So Charity tells Kitty that she felt awful going to bed about the routine, but Kitty encouraged her that she can sell herself as a character. Kitty doesn't know what she's going to do for her workout look, the look she brought with her is traditional kitty, very pink. The character is not that, so Charity is going to lend her a few things. The edgiest thing that Kitty has ever done is black lipstick, and she looked like she worked at a pier in Barry Island. Did you get the reference? No. Okay. I didn't either. 
And then thanks to the BBC um, uh, Drag Race uh, Instagram account, I got the reference. And also Katie posted, as I messaged her, I was like, thank you for teaching me. But American listeners, here we go. That reference, which went straight over my head and probably yours, is um, a reference to the character Nessa on a show called Gavin and Stacy. The character works at the Barry Island Amusement Arcades. What is Gavin and Stacey, you Americans ask? Well, it's how James Corden got famous. So thank you and fuck you for that. Uh-huh. It was like his big um, British break. He plays like the best friend to them. Charity thinks Kitty will kill it and it is her week. And I agree, but we'll, t- we'll, we'll save our opinions of who the real winner was later. By producer's luck or persuasion, Victoria and Crystal are sat next to one another, so they are going to chat about the star by fiasco. Crystal wants to apologize for her comment. In the moment, she thought she was being shady and it was the right thing to do, but afterwards she felt bad. That's not what she does. She doesn't like to bring people down. Victoria is going to reveal that she had a horrible time with her weight. She had an eating disorder, dealt with bulimia. She is in a comfortable place now. But she has struggled with her weight and states that she's been every size under the sun, bigger than she is, and as slim as crystal. And believe me, I felt that hardcore. I am someone with weight. I fluctuate. And it's depressing because sometimes you just can't control what your body wants to do. Yeah, you really can't. Like, you don't know, like, um, medical issues, genetics. You just don't know what anyone's going through. And I love that, like, um, Veronica brought up, like, you know, one day you might say it to the wrong person. So I'm just... Exactly. Yeah. Victoria says she's been a dancer since she was three and there is a pressure to be slim, but she's just generally not built that way. And again, something I I learned, I am big boned. I can lose weight, but I'm still going to look bigger than I want to be. It's just a thing that happens to some people, but she shares something very important that slim doesn't mean healthy. It's not always the case, especially mentally. Victoria says that you get to dance college, you stare at yourself in front of a mirror every day in the most unflattering outfit, and it's damaging to the soul. She says she didn't eat when she was 15. She was put on food diaries to have her food monitored, which just is terrible. She said, fuck it. She's going to be the weight she wants to be. The industry tells you you have to look a certain way or you won't work. So she thought she was going to be unsuccessful, so she carved out her own drag career. She's never been happier than she is in this body. In drag, no one tells you what you have to look like. Exactly. Dot, dot, dot. Is that actually true, though? Um, I think I think so. Like, I feel like in drag, you could really build who your character is. If you are, if you become known or if you're known to do one thing, then that's when I think people expect you to look a certain way. Sure. But if you're always unexpected, you know. Like, sometimes, like, I, I hate putting out a poster to a venue and then I don't look like that. So I always tell people, like, why are you doing sending a poster that someone else did the makeup on? <laughs> That's true. That, that is fair. Do you find that there are um, queens that you work with or in general in New York that do still deal with body issues? Because, I mean, getting dressed in a dressing room or, or a um, backstage oh, room, whatever the dressing room situation is, you, you do see everything out of everybody. Absolutely. You still see that. And then like you see that, like, you know, they're like, oh, I, I like drag because I get to be this other person. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not not easy. And I and that's probably possibly another reason why I don't know if I want to ever do drag, because if I'm going to do drag, it would have to be like 
campy, crazy, fun, big. I don't like my size already. You're going to tell me I have to put on more pads and make myself look even bigger? No. No, thank you. I've worked with someone who, like, doesn't even like to get dressed in front of other queens unless they know them closely. So, yeah. They definitely like put their body on at home because they don't want to be strapping and taking things off in front of other people they're not comfortable with. So it is it absolutely. Is Our next body image story is brought to you by Electra Fence. Uh, she went to an all boys Catholic school, and because of her freckles, they used to tell her she had a skin disease. She hated her freckles so much that she wanted to bleach her skin and try to get rid of them. When she met her boyfriend, Charlie, he made her feel good about herself and the skin she's in. She made him feel beautiful, and that's what she needed. She loves her freckles now. It's kind of crazy to think that is something that someone dealt with and was a problem because I see Electra and I just see beautiful. Like, yeah. I don't. I, I think freckles are fun and, and cool. I know a lot of people with freckles, but it, it is really the, the people who you surround yourself with that really can tear you down. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, it's crazy. And kids are just yeah. terrible. <laughs> kids are awful. But no, I, I really love that she keeps her freckles. Um, obviously, there's some issues when you get into drag. And if you're wearing something and you're not painted down, you see the freckles. Yeah. But that's just life. That's how it works. We're not done with our body image story. We got Vanity, who then reveals that she was called the dark sheep of the family because she was the darkest of her parents and siblings. She would get called Blick in school, made up of predominantly white kids she was told she was so black that she was purple her mom told her the darker the berry the sweeter the juice she tells kids who got who get bullied for it that it's only their skin tone and it doesn't define them she points out that the unfortunate obvious that she is the only black queen on season three she felt the pressure as she's carrying her culture and her people she's representing a lot of people and she wants to do them proud get ready kids vanity is here to stay because they are not going to have another drag race down under fiasco. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been vocal about it um, on the podcast a couple of times now about the casting of the season and why, I mean, listen, I love this cast. I think they're all incredibly talented, but visibility wise, it's just, it's not the best look. Why, why only vanity? Yeah, no, it's, it's the truth. There's so many other queens out there that, you know. Absolutely. I mean, last season we had three um, black queens and they were all incredible in their own different way. Absolutely. Um, and, and it was interesting. I listened to an interview with Anubis, um, who is of Egyptian descent. So she is still technically African, but she is white, very white presenting. Yes. Um, and she was really hoping she would be able to... Um, share her heritage with the viewers and the show and everything. But um, she says it's not easy for uh, other Queens because she doesn't have to, she doesn't get the slack that someone like vanity gets. That's, that's the truth. It's so it's, it's unfortunate. And listen, uh, next season, fill it up with all black Queens. I'm here for, there are a lot of talented uh, black drag artists in the UK. Yeah. And they're all hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Free to slaves. Why is she black? Put them all on. Let's do it. Um, I wonder if the name gets people like not cast sometimes. I think so because there there's another queen out there named Val Qaeda. I don't think that's where you're gonna put on the BBC. I just just guessing, just just worried about that. Um, but to wrap up, Victoria says they all had a lovely conversation, all stemming from Crystal calling her <laughs> fat. <laughs> At least they can have a laugh about it, but. Again, this is the difference between U.S. and U.K. drag race. 
This was a genuine conversation. Maybe it started because the producers put the two of them together, but I know Crystal was going to have this conversation no matter what. She needed to apologize. She knows she messed up. But the fact that they all felt comfortable within this short period of time to share four different stories, basically, within this episode, I really, really think it's important. And um, yeah, we hear about body issues on so many seasons of Drag Race. It's not going to get old because it's not something you can snap your fingers and get rid of. It's still here. And the more we hear about it, the better it is for the people who struggle with it and get to see someone like them on screen yeah no and i think victoria wasn't gonna let crystal get away with it without having a conversation at all even though they exactly <laughs> all right let's head to the main stage as rue walks out in a slinky silver number with a very classic rue wig we have got michelle visage alan carr and oti mubuse who is wearing a gray wig because why not you're on drag race oh god Opie sometimes you're really excited it's just like the fan in her was just like I oh absolutely <laughs> i feel like that's what i would be also if i were ever to like guest judge and be like let me play around this is silly i want to be having fun too <laughs> but we're going to discuss dragaton and then talk about the runway um and let's start off with dragaton it is time to meet our instructors now is this a thing do all peloton instructors have their own like real housewife catchphrase i don't know if that's a thing but I could barely understand some of theirs. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll go through them. I got them. Um, what would your catchphrase be? I'm hibiscus. It's like, um, you better work it because we're about to have some two-piece and hibiscus. There we go. <laughs> I like it. I'm here for it. All right, let's go. We got Wakey Wakey Dragaton. I'm Teresa here to get you up. Uh, she's giving you like that Spanish flair with her yellow and black leotard and the high pony. I'm here for it. It's fun. Electra Fence, you'll be rock hard when I'm finished. Another one wearing a high pony. Um, and it is time to see that she's got a Leo one, and that's the best thing she's going to wear on the show at all, ever, all season long. No, it's so sad. Poor Electra. All <laughs> right, ready? <laughs> yeah, right. Ready to get pumped by me, Vanity. Um, she's got a Leo on, but the hair... That is going to be the story for her this episode. Yeah, I'm Kitty, and I'm going to kick your ass. Uh, she's going for punk bad Sandy with that nose ring, and those tits are certainly out. I thought her look was funny. I'm Crystal, and I'm going to destroy your ass. The most unbelievable thing she has ever said, but I kind of do like her look. It's very sexy and black. But, um, those boobs, we'll get to those later. But I liked her, um, the blue uh, pigtails. I was here for it. I, I would definitely wear that to perform without the yeah. boobs. But yeah. <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry. I just imagined you with giant breastplate on. No. You would, t- you would topple over. You would literally fall over. <laughs> oh, no. All right. I'm River and I love ass. Not a joke, just a fact. Um, but also, she looks kind of good as a sporty queen. I was here for her. Yeah, she does. She does. And then finally we get, come after this beach body with me, Veronica. Why didn't she have an ass line? I, I, I thought they all said ours except for this. I was like, I guess it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I, didn't, I mean, you would have thought maybe she'd pick it all up. I don't know. But I thought she looked very good with the black and silver and that rocker red faux hawk was she a did. really good she look for her. Did. I was here for it. body for it too. She does. Um, at her old age. <laughs> uh, 
All right, we got I'm Charity, and look, I can fit me whole fist in me mouth. Sure. I just love that she can give us a different character every time we see her. And I'm sorry, she looks like Sharon Needles. She was giving me very Sharon Needles. I was like, oh my God, that's Sharon Needles. I thought that too. Not just because of the spooks, but just... Exactly. I'm Ella, and I can fit a fist in my... This is classic Ella Ella look, so no stress. This was very easy for her. Um, I didn't know Ella was into fisting. (laughs) (laughs) She would probably be the top of this group, but hey, I mean, drag queens at her top, that's rare. Very rare these days. Actually, a lot. Really? Yes. We're not going to call them out on this podcast. Maybe I have to do a special podcast. We'll do, um, we can discuss after. Yeah. It's a lot. I feel like everyone that I work with. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Scarlet here. Let's get physical. You just let me know when, babe. I'll get physical with you any day of the week. Also, I loved her purple look. I thought the hair was fun. Um, the purple zebra, really, really cool. And finally, I'm Victoria. Anyone got deodorant? Funny. That Classic funny. 80s campy. I'm here for it. All right, so the first part is the wallet warm-up. Again, if this is a Peloton thing, straight over my head. I d- didn't, get, didn't get it. But we start with warming up those wallets with Ella and Scarlett, who tells us that membership is 40,000 pounds per month. I only know she said this because of the subtitles. Otherwise, that Cockney accent is going to take a lot of getting used to. Um, I mean, we are going to be wed, so I should probably start learning now. <laughs> Crystal loved to yell and be intense and River turned into a pirate. And I'm like, but why? Why did why was River a pirate? <laughs> and then we have our first group choreo moment. And well, if Rue's fake smile means anything, it was not the tits in person. No. Um, they there were some really offbeat hoes. Yes, I think all of them were. I think the only person that was on beat was Teresa. <laughs> Oh my god yeah it, it was it was it was a little rough but um so in a reference to what i believe is peloton kitty jokes that jackie from norwich that her card payment was declined but for those with a keen eye there were some easter eggs in this challenge um if you look at the workout leaderboard on the side number four is l cheney from glasgow a reference to our current reigning lawrence cheney Ah. I love little things like that. I love when they throw that in there. Next up, we got our rider dies. Um, before we even start, um, Chanel from Bolton has burnt out. So is humiliation part of Peloton? Is that what I'm learning? Like, well, they you do, suck? I don't know, but I know they brag when they're like the top like percentage of the riders class. Like they, I, I have like friends that. who like screenshot that just to show that like, they were no i hate that oh my god that's terrifying um i love how Teresa took her accent and said let me lay it on you heavier (laughs) she's like do not understand what i say but i'm gonna make it funny um also when she is whipping her hair side to side she looked like a fucking muppet she did (laughs) this is why we're gonna fall in love with her she is such good television she's she's so campy she is very campy and she's just so like she's so good about it too yeah, I really don't know who was off, but Electra was not doing the same tempo as Teresa. And then you had Vanity right in the middle trying to meet them halfway. Overall, I would say that this was very high in difficulty and the execution was very low. Yeah, yeah. 
again, I don't know who was right. That's what I, I think it should have been given to like Ella or, you know. Yeah. Ballbusters. So the Ballbusters really must love that classic SNL sketch, Sweaty Balls, because that's what this routine was all about. Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Um, and Crystal wants balls in her face. Not surprising. She's a bottom. <laughs> uh, they all brought an amount, an immense amount of energy, and I really thought it was good. Um, but I got to call it out. Crystal was off a couple times. If you go back and watch, she was off of the other two. Um, she was definitely out of her comfort zone. She missed her mark in the quartet because whether it was because of the saddle horse being in its position, she didn't, she was not symmetrical as no. I think it was Kitty. Um, yeah. Uh, was it Kitty? Whoever was in the, on the opposite side of her, but yeah. Um, I just want to call it out there. I, I like Crystal, nothing wrong with her, but I don't think she was the winner of the week. And that's part of the reason why. Man. As a team, I think they were the best. They did the best routine. And yeah, probably the, the best characters, too. Exactly. And finally, we got the baby sizers. Um, this is campiness and just how little they cared about those dolls. Literally, Scarlet is holding baby, baby avocado upside down by a leg. <laughs> <laughs> I kept seeing Ella and thinking this was a good drag upgrade of Carlos the Uber driver. Oh, <laughs> I can see that. Shade. Um, so here's, yeah, here's the thing. Um, with Victoria on her stool, Charity was, was Charity off or was she just adapting to not having a scene partner to work with? Regardless, she was so out of sync with Ella and Scarlett on the other side of the stage. It made her look terrible. So I'm not really sure how much blame you can put on Charity because she didn't have her partner there to even work oh. off of. Yeah. Because I think she was, was one of those people that relied on watching. Absolutely. Yeah. Overall, great. I think this was an odd challenge. I had a lot of messages from listeners unsure of what they were watching. And also me too, same. It was not the best. They should have just done a musical or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very, very odd. Very odd. All right, we're going to move to the runway. It is Red Carpet Showstoppers. And in honor of the runway, we are going to play Award Winner or Fashion Police. Starting off with Cherise May. Look by Antonio Guterres, pants by Risque, hair by Florencia Wiggs, and Maddie Griffiths, nails by Jane Ward. All right, I adore her humor, but the fashion this week is a major miss for me. Teal is my favorite color, but the styling of this gown is not doing it. I do not like the white asymmetry of the catsuit underneath the teal wrap. The giant polka dots in the front feel quite off as opposed to the brilliance of the lining with the polka dots inside the gown. Black hair was not the color I would have gone with here, but at least it's something engaging and interesting. But I think my biggest issue with Teresa is her makeup. I know she was going camp, but there just has to be some blending. That jawline is so pronounced with that foundation, and she is so sharp on her eyes. Yes. Um, I actually did not have a problem with the outfit because I love that she showcases her culture a lot. Yeah. Um, but I do agree with, like, the makeup. Sometimes I'm like, it's a choice. Yeah, but I just I think there choice. is... Yeah, I think there is a way for her to soften it up but still have that campy element to her, right? Yes. I'm, like, trying to see. Um, yeah. Is Instagram back yet? Are we? Do we have Instagram? Yet? Oh my god, <laughs> guys! This was such a hard day without Instagram. What is the world? What happens if we lose Instagram and Facebook forever? 
What are we gonna do? I doubt it. They like their they like their money. No, <laughs> it's not up do. yet. But I, I remember what it looked like. The flamenco. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give her a fashion police. It wasn't my favorite. I'll give I'll give her award. Um, what's the other one? Award winner. I'll give her award winner for this one. All right. Audience agreed with you. 66% award winner, 34% fashion police. All right. Next up is Electra Fence. No designers listed. Oh, man. I get what we're doing here. We're going for untraditional red carpet with the hood, but with the overall aesthetic, it's right com- compared. It isn't right compared to literally everyone else on that stage. I couldn't tell you what red carpet she's walking based on this. That purpley silver was a dominating choice, but it was so much on that tiny body of hers. That being said, I could see hibiscus wearing this and doing it much better. That I was I was gonna say, as someone who would do red carpet and being that small, I would just stick to like a sheer fabric or yeah. using that silver as the bodysuit part and then just be like crystal and have a yeah. sheer. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I appreciate that she had the purple hair, it need, but it needed more glam. The gloves were a major no. Oh. Um, I said this last week, but I can tell that every look that Electra was going to give you had a lip sync reveal in it. And that's not smart to play defense on Drag Race. You have to be confident in your look and hope that you're not going to find yourself in the bottom. Absolutely. So it, th- this was not good. No. Michelle says she is a kick-ass dancer, but the adrenaline got the best of her. She was ahead of the beat and she didn't know who was right. She says drag is a balancing act uh, and based on the proportions, she looks tiny. OT agrees and says she saw four people staring back at her and thought, I'm going to kick it and destroy it. And that energy took over. Alan says that the category was come as a gay Star Wars category. Then she nailed it on that the head. The best commentary. Why <laughs> has she come dressed as a wizard? Yeah, I agree. That was funny. That was very funny. Um, fashion police. This was a no. Yeah, that's a no. Audience, 15% award winner, 85% fashion police. What are those 15%? <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe thirsty for a little pocket rocket. I don't know. I'll send them your way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vanity Milan, hair by Walklet Wigs, look by Sim Addison Design. We're going to say it every week. When you got your lover making all your looks for her, let's celebrate that love. Um, I think the color is perfect. The purple is stunning on her. Yeah, the hair needed to be three sizes bigger. Give us pageant hair. Uh, I cannot understand or comprehend the shape of the lilacs on her body. It's creating this like hourglass, but it also kind of looked ill-constructed. I would have just allowed the like cascading lilacs fall and have some else like cover up the corset underneath. She also just didn't look comfortable in the look. And did you note that it didn't hit the floor? Yes, yes, yes. That's what I was gonna say. It's a fashion police for me. And the fact that you said I was giving Beyonce no, you that it was not giving me Beyonce. It was beautiful. The color is beautiful, yeah. but I have to agree with you. Like I think the placement of the lilac just could have been better. Yeah. It was giving um, you went to the dollar store and grabbed all the lilacs available. Yeah, literally. Michelle says she is beautiful, but all she saw was the hair being too overpowering. On the runway, she would have plunked another wig on top to elevate it. Alan couldn't keep his eyes off of her. OT couldn't see the theme within the, the theme within the three of them and didn't look like a team. She also wished the corset wasn't black. Rue says she knows there is something there, but feels she is flying under the radar. I agree. Unfortunately, this is a fashion police. I agree. Yeah. Audience, 53% award winner, 47% fashion police. Oh. 
Who's Got Claws, look by Philip J. Shaw, hair by Stephen Austin Hare, and styled by Dakota Schiffer, face by Dr. Motox. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to keep on shouting Dr. Motox. If you are putting it in your descriptions that they are doing your, your face, I'm going to celebrate it. Dr. Motox, can I get a sponsorship on the show for giving all these <laughs> shout outs? Also, I don't want it, but I'll take complimentary Botox. I'm getting up there in age. Okay. I absolutely knew the reference and just fell in love with this. She yes. looks stunning in pink and the Marilyn meets Madonna vibe is sensational. The jewels are perfect. Sure. The hair could have been a bit bigger, but I don't really mind it for this particular look because it's referencing such certain things. And again, shout out to Maddie Parks for shooting this look for her. Maddie is a queen's best friend. What did you think of this look? I like it because it is like a, you know, it's that material girl, like Michelle said, and also very Marilyn and hair could always be bigger, but I'm not a fan of big hair. So I'm always okay. With yeah. Hair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it for proportions, but I think for this particular look, it, it worked. Michelle says she had this glow about her on the runway. It's Marilyn Madonna rolled up into one, but be conscious of the black corset. The hair is iconic, but could have been bigger. Alan says he loved the intensity and madness, and she got those people down to a team. Odie wanted the butch and rugby player, and she did that. On the runway, she looks beautiful and completely different, and that is incredible. Rue says nothing against small hair, as long as it's enormous. <laughs> this was award-winning. Um, best look that we've seen Kitty all season so far. Yes. Yes. Because I, I mean, the ABBA was very ABBA, but I was like, you could have gone bigger. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Um, award winner audience 73%, fashion police 27%. All right, next up we have Crystal Versace. Look by D Delicious, hair by Edward Scissorhands, face by Dr. Motox, nails by Devilous Nails. I immediately was getting like that J Lo vibe. Um, maybe it was just because of the color, um, from that. Like, I mean, like, the cut too, infamous, the, yeah, the, but it's when you take it apart, it's literally a bodysuit and a detachable skirt, correct. That's why I was like, people were gagging. Yeah. yeah, but I'm sorry, I cannot unsee it. Proportions are one thing, but she really has a tiny head. It really looks like that toy that Sid creates in Toy Story. Like, it's a doll's head put on another doll body. It's too damn small. <laughs> she should have gotten bigger hair. <laughs> right? Um, did we need the big tits? I mean, yes, for the cut of this dress, This, is, but this is where the proportions hurt the rest of the look. Big yeah. tits mean big hair. She didn't do that. Um, she looks great and that's going to be the theme of the season, but I think her youth will be called into question when she makes certain decisions like this. Yeah. Michelle says her runway was delicious. The hair is short, but smart. She knows how she wants to look. Now they need to see the crunchy bits and who Crystal Versace is. Alan thanks her for wanting to go to a gym because she made the gym sexy. He loves the look, but not so keen on the tits, but that's just him. OT said he ha uh, she had the biggest journey and she gave it her all. So we're giving participation trophies out this season. Mm. So that's the um, thing. Yeah, she did not do the yeah. best for me. but I agree. Uh, it, this look, though, it was award winner. It, it was so good. Where would you uh, go for it? I, I like the look. I'm not not red not well i don't think i, I could don't consider red carpet because it's a bodysuit and a skirt but it's award-winning audience agrees 77 percent award winner 23 percent fashion police next up is river medway look by fancy boy london nails by river um come on she is manila luzon's kid sister 
Um, um, and then I don't know if you read what she wrote. Like this was supposed mm-hmm. to be her finale. Yeah. Yeah, this was her finale dress. Um, I would love to know what she was going to wear for the finale then. Uh, or did she not think she was getting there? But um, this for me was a little more prom than red carpet. Obviously, again, now knowing that this was not the intended look. Fine, I get that. The updo is um, giving me shades of 90s RuPaul. I would have loved to see have seen some sort of necklace. For me, it's just uninspiring. It's very generic. It's not something we'll remember. I think it's the best she'll ever look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's very possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I'll, it's, for me, a very, very, very soft award winner. It's not great. It's not bad. It's just right in the middle. Yeah, no, I, I think it's award winning. Um, I my favorite part is like I like the color. I don't say I like like yeah. the dress, but I love the color choice, um, and the hair. I like that like the Jennifer Aniston tasseled award yeah. show hair. Like the, the audience agrees, eighty two percent award winner, eighteen percent fashion police. Next up, Veronica Green look by Veronica hair by Emma Rigby. Love this color, um, great color and cut for Veronica because we rarely see her anything this playful and youthful. The hair is so fun. It is perm realness. The gold belt breaks up the dress well. I personally don't tend to love a nude lip, especially when it's so close looking like she just ate shit. But <laughs> whatever. Um, I think this is simple and tasteful and very effective for her. I mean, it's different for unexpected, I should say, not different yeah. for Veronica. But we've all seen that tool dress already, you know. The hair was my favorite part again for yeah. You have something similar like that. I do have something similar like that, and also Jada Valence, um, Jada Essence Hall for that tour, uh-huh. her first episode. Yeah, that's true. Michelle says she delivered. Michelle loves the bold lip liner, and she doesn't love the dress, but the hair is so good on her. Alan liked the war paint and the "Don't fuck with me" attitude. Ot said she was such a professional and aware of her other team members and took care of them. Rue said this was right up her alley and she knew she would do great. She was actually motivated to get on the balls. I thought she was going to win for the challenge only because, huh? So did I. Because her she kitty. good. Her or Kitty, but I thought her more because she had better critique. Look yeah. I would give this award winner. I would give the award winning. The audience are a bunch of haters. They were 49% award winner, 51% fashion police. I don't know what this hate for Veronica Green is. I can't figure it out. Uh, someone please advise me. I just can't figure it out. <laughs> like, how do you go from like a superstar in season two into bottom of the barrel? How do we, like, are the expectations yeah. that high? I think so. Once you're on the show, even though you're, you, it was a regular season to a regular season. I think the fandom or people just hold you higher. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we did right. for Yuka too, though. It's true. Well, and and remember, she's not the only one. Remember Cynthia Lee Fontaine? Oh yeah. <laughs> I will not. No, I love you, board. Cynthia. Yeah. Okay. Charity case. Headpiece. Bag. Earrings by Celestial Couture. Boa by Bambi Blue. Again, tell me this is not Sharon fucking needles. <laughs> this is why we love queens with such a unique perspective on drag on the show charity is giving you the theme while also giving you references and still staying true to herself yeah i love the orange she is showing her bare ass leg hair and tats and all um the headpiece and the boa and the fringe is bringing you straight to the 20s i adore the fish on her head and the purse this was a very strong runway for um her having following last week's two that were pure charity 
she's very very versatile as a queen yes no and i was very like i was very impressed to see charity this week giving us kind of like her version of glam and that because like yeah. I, I told myself like i don't want to see the spooks every week you know like, this is but um i i think this was one of my favorite look even though the judges didn't really like it and i think agreed. it's because that's the orange agreed all right michelle is excited that she's in the competition she knows how to run the gamut of looks and she looks beautiful tonight but don't let it wear you she liked the dumb blonde but needed to go further rue loves the orange and calls it so beautiful but wished it had more of a shape she says the character didn't quite come through. Alan loves the look, but doesn't say red carpet to him, but someone who's been to a couple of after parties and stumbling home at 4 a.m. In Dragaton, he felt the whole thing was under, over, underwhelming. OG thinks she was overwhelmed by the, but she looked like she had done a good job. I think this was great. I will give it an award winner. I give it an award winner. I think it's like, uh, it was one of my favorites. Audience, it's their favorite of the week. 91% award winner, 9% fashion, please. Yes, it was mine too. Hell of a day. Look by Samuel Clark. Hair by Chanel Murray. Jewels by Bling 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 UK. Face by Dr. Motox. <laughs> this was going to be an interesting week for Ella because both the challenge and the runway were in her wheelhouse and for her to win, she needed to be beyond exceptionally perfect. She was not exceptionally perfect. She was very good. Um, it was good look, and it could have been better. I think this is a very classic silhouette and dress. The champagne was a wonderful color. Brunette hair was a good contrast to the light dress, but again, bigger, bigger hair. She's got the stones. She's got the jewels. Maybe a bracelet or two is missing, but she did what she needed to do. There was, there's, there's not a flaw, really, to this look. No. Um, that's the thing, though. I, I felt like it, um, someone like that, I was expecting more, and I think I probably hit the... Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Yeah, and that's and that's the problem. It's like the, both the challenge and this runway. This this is what she normally does. So how do you do what you do but excel even further? And I don't think she nailed that. But it was good. It was still an award winner for me. Yeah, award winner. It's a classic. Yeah, audience seventy one percent award winner, twenty nine percent fashion police. Ah, uh, Scarlet Harlot, no designers listed. Um, oh my God, marry me. Tell me this didn't remind you of Jacqueline Hyde. It did. And I kind of like when before she came out, I was like, I hope it's red because her name's Scarlet, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, like, like, yeah, and this, this sparkly the red was sensational. Too. Yeah. Um, the peekaboo, the leg was cute and sexy at the same time. I adore the cut of the dress because it is reserved yet sexy, showing you those shoulders. The necklace was the right choice. And the hair color, so perfect for her. Yes. When she walks, she does hunch a bit, and with this runway, it was very present. Stand tall! Stand like a star! Um, the other thing is, again, I'm critical of her because I want her to win. I want her to be the best. She still is painting quite white. She needs to warm it up for TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who's got to tell her that, but uh, I, that, that's a thing. I think um, all queens going on a drag race in the future learn how to warm it up for TV. You're not used to it normally, so play around with it yep you would think in the world of digital drag everyone's adjusts to their um makeup but no 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 they just put a filter on they're like look i look beautiful (laughs) (laughs) um i like this look i think this was really really beautiful and did you know that this was the same exact material as electro fences Yes, I was going to say, it gave you the same shimmer. Yeah. Yep, it was the same material, different colors. I loved it. it. Yeah, award winner for me. 
Yeah, award winner. Audience, 83% award winner, 17% fashion police. Finally, the Tories gone. Yeah. I think so, me too. No designers for Victoria, but I want to love this because I love her, but this is not right and it is not okay. The bee and the white hair look very ghastly. Um, I wanted bigger hair to help with the proportions. With it styled down, your eye is drawn downward to the lack of flair in that hourglass and the limited detailing below the waist. It almost felt unfinished. Yeah. It was giving me prom. This was giving me prom. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I understand why she needed to. I love that she was wearing Teresa's shoes. <laughs> or Teresa's trainers, Teresa's as they call it in the, in the UK. Sneakers for us Americans. But again, I love her. This was not her best look. It is a fashion uh, police. Yes, agree. It's a boot. Fashion police. The audience agreed. 28% award winner, 72% fashion police. Okay, so I said earlier, if you wanted to know how the teams were determined, well, look at all the girls standing in a line. They are standing in their teams, and it almost makes a perfect rainbow. They are missing a blue, so I wonder if that was Anubis's assigned color, because clearly they had to pick them before the show, or it was maybe called a different category. But go back, they were almost a perfect rainbow. Oh. Crazy, right? Rue has made some decisions. They worked as teams, but they will be judged individually. Theresa May, River Medway, Ella Bidet, Scarlet Harlot, and Victoria Stone are all safe, leaving Electra Fence, Vanity Milan, Kitty Scott Claus, Crystal Versace, Veronica Green, and Charity Case as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Um, yes, except it should... Um, I think Crystal was safe. Yeah, I would have put her safe. I would have put, put her safe, and I would have put Theresa in the top. Yeah, and uh, yeah. That's where I the only flip I would have made. Um, we'll go through Untucked Junior, where Victoria is happy to be safe. She still serves on the runway in trainers. Ella is going to have a little bit of a hissy fit, and she's disappointed because she worked really hard, and she thought she did a good performance, but it clearly wasn't enough. She feels like she was in a group with people who struggled. But that's her problem, because she didn't yeah. even seemed like she'd help them, versus Veronica, who was like, "Let's let me help you, Ariel. Let exactly. Teresa feels like people would have assumed she would have been in the bottom. She's not going to tell you what she's good at. She will show you. She always rises to the occasion. Did she nail every move? No. Did she serve big juicy titties? She absolutely did. We love it. The tops and bottoms return and Crystal is relieved. They seem to have eaten it up and Scarlet is shooketh. <laughs> you seem happy. Crystal thought she'd be in the bottom, but Veronica defends her and says she's too hard on herself. She listened to the group and ran with it. Crystal is appreciative of her group, and Veronica says her critique was 90% positive. Kitty says, 10 out of 10, they loved it. She jokes, <laughs> but they did like it. She knows she's not a dancer, so she needs to push the character. She looks like bad Sandy who had a couple of good hot dinners. <laughs> I love her. Electra is in the bottom end. She thinks her performance was good and went full out. Charity feels like she got the worst critiques and that she was lip syncing. She feels that she is not living up to the judges' critiques. And that's hard because, again, Charity probably was the most well-known of this cast going in, having over 100-something thousand followers. Um, but it's Vanity says she's in the bottom because of her hair and she was holding back. She's pissed off because she thought she's the dancer of the competition and that she had this. 
She says she's not a look queen. Her makeup isn't always on point, but she gives you a good show. She attempts to not shade Teresa, but she says that she's a good dancer. If she has to lip sync, she will show what she's capable of. She doesn't want to lip sync against Alexa because she can't and won't do it. Girl, you said it now. The producers are going to definitely make you do it. Yep. Um, why was Teresa crying? I think she just felt bad. She probably thinks that she was to blame for them being in the bottom. Okay, but that's fair. Not. Yeah. I think um, what we learned last week on the podcast with um, special guest Poppycock when she was here, uh, Poppycock and Vanity were judges for the competition that Electra made her uh, drag debut in. Oh. So this is why um, Vanity and Electra had that closeness because she'd been there since the beginning. So that was kind of cool to see this moment, but also be like, ooh, that's sad moment. Yeah. Electra knows how well Vanity performs and she is fucking petrified. It would just be like anyone trying to lip sync against you would be like, I'm just going to no, go away. No, it depends on the song. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. All right, Rose summons the queens back and based on the performances and the runway, Crystal Versace wins her second challenge in Rome. I don't agree. You don't agree. Why did this happen? I don't know. I'm just like I can't. I don't have an explanation either. I don't even like like Crystal. Like you know, like I'm not like oh, she's so you know. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is. There's something Rue is seeing in her, and maybe it is a difference between us seeing her through a screen. Maybe there is something magnetic about her, or maybe Rue just loves the growth story that she's going to get out of Crystal. Or this is just redemption for everyone. Her makeup is no. the same. Yeah. Um, maybe this is a redemption for uh, Ahura last season that they needed a fashion queen to win this one. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I don't agree. I don't think this was the right choice. Yeah. I, uh, Veronica my choice first would have been Veronica and then Kitty. I agree. I think that's what I would have done. Um, but Veronica, Kitty, and Charity are safe leaving Electra and Vanity as the bottom two. Did Rue get that right? Yes. Yeah, I feel so too. The song is Moving On Up by M People. Have you ever heard this song before? Because I don't think I have. Yes, I have. I've, I like don't listen to it, like, but I've heard it before. Okay, yeah. I was, like, I, think I was like, okay, I know this song. Yeah, the chorus made me think I knew it, but I was like, if it's not in my Apple music, I don't think I know it. So... I'll have to figure out where I would have heard it, but both queens start off with a clothing removal option because they are both dancers and they are not going to be dancing in a gown. How dare you make a dancer to dance in a gown? The difference here is Vanity embodied the song through dance and emotion while Electra just had tricks willy-nilly for no reason. Um, And that's the thing is if there's no rhyme or reason for where you place your tricks, is it really a good lip sync? No, it's not. And I know it is a crutch a lot of drag artists use because especially when you know you're going for the tips, you want to get the people cheering. They don't really care if you're hitting it in the right beat, but in competition form, you got to do it. You have to because no one's um, ever tipped you for it. It's you. Exactly. The other song. There, there's only one person there to tip you for, and that's RuPaul who giving you a Well, not, not, no, never mind. Scratch that. They don't get money for this show. No. <laughs> BBC said no money for you but sentiment is there that's we're going for the sentiment um vanity wanted this so badly she said fuck this style wig 
I'll get it restyled for the photo shoot. <laughs> she was like, and it was gone. It was gone. It was ruined. But that um, was effective for her. <laughs> it was. And then, like Michelle said, what the fuck? How does Electra do that with her body? Like, there's got to be springs in her bones yeah, or something. Like my, uh, my knees hurt just watching her. Yeah, because she bounces up. Like, yes, it's like. I, I mean, she, I think she's 29. I give her five years and she's going to be like in worse shape than I am. And I'm not even a dancer. Oof, it hurts. Um, clearly, we haven't learned from our dear friend and friend of the podcast, Honey Davenport. Do not jump off the stage. Electra, no, no. Now, I will say if you haven't listened to um, the interview Tia Coffee did with Electra, she made an oopsie accidental. Maybe that was a disqualification. I don't know. If that's the case, I need to go back in time and I need to find out if that's the case for Honey because I still don't believe she lost that lip sync. Um, so listeners, let's get the sleuthing going on. We need to find out if jumping off the stage leads to elimination because you know, what doesn't lead to elimination sneaking in a phone into your hotel room. Yes. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. Anyway, Vanny Milan stays as electric fence is eliminated. And I agree. I agree. And I really think that right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really do think Electra is a dynamic performer. Um, I think there's a lot of work to be done, but we'll see. I think she got uh, uh she got followers, and you made it on Drag Race. Congrats, girl. Yeah. Electra is sad and writes and scribbles on the mirror, and that's the last of her. But the episode is not over. We um, are back on the main stage for a game within a game. No, 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 nah. <laughs> Rue is calling Victoria Scone to the front of the stage. And honestly, I was like, that's fucking rude. Why are you making her walk? <laughs> like, what are we doing? This is defeating the purpose here. Yeah. Um, but Rue tells her that she applauds her for working through the injury, but her knee requires additional evaluation. So she will leave in the morning. And depending what the doctors say, they will decide whether or not it's safe for her to continue in the competition Rue wants her there, but she wants her healthy. And Eureka's like, but I didn't get that option. You just pulled me out. <laughs> In America, that's different. <laughs> it totally is. Now, why did they make her walk? I still, I'm still not over it. Why did they make her walk to the front just stage? Just stand her there. From the right. They were, they, what? They wanted the camera? Fuck that. We got some burning questions to wrap this up. What is Electra's legacy? Um... To be honest, I've never seen anyone spring off like she does. So I, I'm assuming I'm going to be seeing like that Naomi small effect where that move yeah. is going to be popular now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Al Camp, they're doing a camp-inspired design challenge next week. Who are you worried about? I don't even know who's the seller. Like, um, I think why? River might turn it out because she sells her own stuff. She does. River does sell her own stuff. So this- um, yeah, I don't know who to be worried about. Um. I would normally say, like, based on the, the the episode, maybe Ella, because I know she gets everything her, done for her. Yeah, I'm kind of excited um, to see what Charity's going to do, because I know she's a creative. I mother. know. I can see Charity doing very well this week. Yeah. Um, no spoilers, but make your prediction. What's going to happen with Victoria? Um, 
I think they're gonna have to let her go, like just because I, I I think so too. Because I I wouldn't want her to go through the competition with all that pain. And... Right, and and it would be hard to crown her with the asterisks there. Let yeah. her do it on her own because she has the talent to make it on to the end. Yes, it's not like you know Big Brother US and you're gonna Christmas your way to the top. <laughs> oh no, God. <laughs> You don't know how much I wanted Azza to fucking win that final head of household. Bring uh, Xavier because she would have said, fuck you, Big D. You're an asshole. <laughs> She's like, I would have lost the game, but I would rather you not make any money Absolutely. off of this. Oh, God, Big Brother. Anyway, after two episodes, the winner of the season is. I still think it's Kitty. All right. I, I love that answer. I'm here for it. I think Kitty's definitely going to be up there. We are getting a lot of Kitty in Confessional. We're getting a lot of Scarlet in Confessional. Those are two of my fave right now. I am terrified, but I think I'm going to make my prediction here, and I don't like that I'm making this prediction. She's got two wins. I think Crystal is going to go very far, if not win it. I think Rue is enamored, enamored with her in a different way, but the same way she loved Lawrence Chaney. I I I I mean I I hope not. I won't. I, I don't. I don't think I'll be happy. But I favorite our um our kitty, and I always root for the Asian, even though they don't do well. <laughs> so River. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get 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 ready for Canada's Drag Race. We'll see how they do there. Yes, I think I'll, I'll probably tune in. Not on time. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean it'll be very interesting. I think Crystal is definitely one to keep an eye on because if she won this round. She's getting a lot of free passes, but where can we find you on social media and Venmo and any projects you want to plug? Listen, you can find me on also some social media. It's Hibiscus, I-T-S-H-I-B-I-S-U-S. Like it's Britney bitch, but it's me, Hibiscus. And yeah, if you're in New York City, I have shows. They're usually in the link in my, I mean, my profile and Instagram and a new Thursday show coming up. So this is actually the odd throuple. Oh no, is someone replacing you? Who's replacing you? Can you spill that tea? Yeah, Misty Mountains. Oh, good, cool. We like her. <laughs> I was like, it better not be someone bad. We have no, 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 we no. like Misty. We like Misty. Well, this was so much fun chatting with you. We'll do it again soon. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> A huge thanks to Hibiscus for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And make sure you engage with me on social media and tell me your favorite episode so far. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.